When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Because, as someone said on the podcast, you're just alone. There's no one here. I didn't mean to say you were alone. <laughs> it's still cut deep. Well, you're, I, how can I get you alone? I'm alone until I start my 10:30 camming session. <laughs> Y'all, it goes until 3:30. <laughs> I cleaned out Poodle's living room with, and Poodle did too. Did clean it out. I did. You helped me or reorganize it. You like we clean cleaned it out, out like not, it's a fucking I warehouse out the closet. <laughs> it is. It's like a blockbuster. If they discovered a blockbuster <laughs> warehouse now with just movies in it, said like movies like Shark Bay and shit like that, that's what it was like. And y'all, he had, I think- Weekend in Czech Republic. Yeah. He had four webcams in his closet. <laughs> only two. I, yeah. I swear to that God. That I saw. I, I don't know why I, they were there. I only had one. It was mostly just, uh, I don't know why I had two though. <laughs> I swear to God. I had so I many. I one for the front and one for the back. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown 90 day Beyonce Marrying someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key The key to what, Poodle? To love Let's love. Y'all, we see. He calls it voice teaching. <laughs> I had a lot of uh, HDMI cables too. I was shocked. I don't know why I bought so many over the years. I found y'all. I found c- cables in my house that we were using for audio right now. This could be mission control for your ass in here. <laughs> Let's just jump in. Y'all, this, this is, a... is 90 Day Gaze. The episode was called Cuts Both Ways. Just <laughs> like a knife, just choose it. Cuts both ways. That's a Paula Abdul song. It is? Yes. I don't know that song, and I love no, Paula no, Abdul. It's not Paula Abdul. It's uh, Gloria Estefan. Oh, yes, that yes. is a Gloria Estefan song. 
do, 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 do. That's a good song. Come Cuts at it. both ways. If you liked 80s, 90s, Just Gloria like Stefan. She had good lyrics. Yeah, they were written for her. Well, they were still good. <laughs> Reba you know, doesn't know. write her songs, but they're still good. That's true. I usually when they praise, Stephane. they praise she had good lyrics. Usually that's because they've written them. Oh, no. Good song <laughs> choice is a good song choice. But they, you know, they say that with Elton John and Bernie Taupin. You know, the best, the best stuff is the one they wrote together. Yeah. Even though they kind of hated each other for a while. Like the movie. Y'all. I haven't at, seen that movie yet. At, oh, it's. Okay. This is going to be controversial. Oh, come God. at me if you like that movie better than We Will Rock You. I did not like We Will Rock You. I loved. Or uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm Bohemian sorry. Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> no, but We Will Rock You is the name of that terrible Queen musical. <laughs> that musical is horrible. <laughs> Y'all, there's a character named Galileo, and there's a character named Scaramouche, and there's this evil queen who wants to destroy rock music. But then she randomly <laughs> sings in rock music style. It makes no it's, fucking sense. Someone got fucking high on some like <laughs> weird hash. That Not came, even doobie, just that, hash. That musical to show you how 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 low municipal uh, theaters have have fallen. That theater came to the Amundsen, which is the main municipal, the biggest theater in Los Angeles, and played there. The deal is <laughs> as though, a rental. If you like, we will rock you. That means you don't like musical theater. It's mm, not really you, you want a theater. concert with a little bit of plot. Y- yes, yeah. that's what you want, you want and concert. that's fine. And so, they did it as a as a cash cash so grab. Don't say you don't like Rodgers and Hammerstein, or you don't like. If you don't like Rodgers and Hammerstein, or, we, we need to talk. You just haven't seen. You it, don't seen like. It good. You don't understand Wild Party because you don't know musical theater. Oh well, and that's okay. You're, you like concerts. Some, someone's a little snobby today. I'm, you're worse than me today. Mm, I don't know. I think there was just two weeks ago where you shamed teenage mothers. <laughs> How did I do that? <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, did y'all. Did I shame teenage mothers? <laughs> no, they thought it was funny. They said Poodle has opinions. Oh, I think I did say put on a fucking condom. It doesn't go on your hand. <laughs> and then one of our sissy squatters responded, I was on a condom and a birth control and still got pregnant. <laughs> and I and you did were feel, I did, <laughs> I was, I was red for filth. You were. And that, you know what? That happens, you guys. That I happens. kind of love our squad because. Come and for it, me. And it's never done. They've, they've educated us yeah. often. And it's never mean. It's always like, hey, queen, you said yeah. this. That's fucking wrong. And or, we go. Or point I know you're. I know you're not meaning to be this way. Because y'all, most of our our intentions are always pure, even though my soul isn't. <laughs> Unless uh, you're Jake's boyfriend and he, you cheated on him, and you're then gonna I'm die. Go- then I'm gonna destroy you. Um, so I, in fact, uh, we had we've been saying one one thing we say all the time is we call someone a whore for something, and there have even been like uh, memes that saying I I won't call you a whore for your sexual practices. However, I I however I will call you a whore. What are you doing? My nose itches. Jeez, it looks like you're like playing a juice harp in your face. <laughs> By the way, it is juice harp, not juice harp. Like I thought my whole life. Like that's called a juice harp. Oh, it is. Yes. What did oh. you think it was? A juice harp? Too? I thought it was juice. Yeah, juice harp. Like a, a, but not okay. We're off the rails, and I can't believe I'm the one that's going to bring us back. 
we've got to get started because this is going to be saying, a... I was saying about the term whore, we call <clears throat> each other that all the time, and there were some, uh, some of you who said, you know, I'm a sex worker, or I've, I've done sex work in the past, and that term is kind of shameful for us, and we're listening. We are we're, listening. We're listening, and we're trying to kind of be careful about how we use we that try term. Not, it's really in our vernacular, and also we have a... D- Different definition of the word for us, right? But you know, you know we're we're I'm we're I'm, trying. I for both of us and I wrote to this person. I like slut lately. I've enjoyed. I calling like you slut, slut better. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you enjoy. Uh, you enjoy calling me that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I I think for us growing up gay men, being able to use that word as whore was doubly subversive as someone who is both female and sexual. Yes. And that was something that we could latch on to. Mm-hmm. We love but, our sexual sissies. But at the same time, don't ever say that again with so many S's. Sexual sissies. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we have to be careful for, we understand that it doesn't make everyone feel good. Well, we have to be careful because we're recording this on Monday and we've got to do this fucking do. show and then... <laughs> Three okay. other hours of quarantine and what now? Boy, and fuck me raw. TLC is just like that a fucking processing plant right now because all the meat ones are shut down, y'all. Quarantine humor. <laughs> Until we run out of food. Anyway, <laughs> which is Poodle Sphere. <laughs> it is my fear. We'll be I got fine. A lot in my freezer, y'all. We'll be fine. Don't you know start what? hoarding though, y'all. There's plenty of beans. You Get are you some beans. Did you take your feels? Because I don't think you did. I did take my feels. You're lying. I swear I to God. I can tell by your I eyes. Took my <laughs> you, you swear. No, come on. at me if you have someone who only wants to handle you at a certain time or mood <laughs> and tell, tries to make you be something you're not. Y'all, he's like a racehorse. I got to get him of, calm. It's kind of abusive, actually. Yeah. I feel uh-huh. very triggered by it. Y'all, our first couple. Let's talk about our couple. Our first couple. We're, we're skipping around here because... Uh, they didn't really do this very cinematically. No, they so didn't. We're gonna, you know how I like cinema. Um, uh, let's, let's talk about Ed and Rose. They're oh. on vacation. Oh boy! So I don't know. I'm not sure. I want to propose to Rose. Oh Rose boy! Marie. They're saying goodbye to Prince, and Prince says goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> I've written a letter to Daddy. You're taking my mommy away <laughs> to fuck her. To fuck her. <laughs> to daddy. So, yes, they're leaving. Ed could give two shits about saying goodbye to this kid. He's like, yeah, it's real sad, but I'm going to go fuck Rose. Yeah. Um. So they say goodbye. And then he's, he's, he's basically like, I'm just still not sure if Rose is in love with me or I'm still her meal ticket. And we go, no, she's your meal ticket. Yeah. Anybody else is 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 already knows the answer to this. Like, y'all, I mean, literally, uh, I, I think. Um, Can he be that deluded? I, Can he be? I, I'm trying to think of just one of the most deluded people I know. <laughs> and they don't really compare to him. Um, well. <laughs> yeah, even Yolanda. Even Yolanda she's would be like. She's got a little like, perspective. She just wants your checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> um, so y'all, Rose, they're going Actually, to some. Actually, no, Yolanda wouldn't. <laughs> she would be like, she's, I think it's love. She's, <laughs> she's so stupid. <laughs> Regardless of how true her storyline is, she comes off as like the person who is like fell out of the dumb tree and hit every branch on the way down. <laughs> 
Oh! 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 <laughs> anyway, so we find out Rose has never flown before. She's and, going on a plane. And this is kind of cute. It was cute. Um, until he, I feel like I really, really, there's something inside me that just goes, Ick, when he just treats her like a little girl. Even at the Every, airport yeah. when he says, like, this is, it's just the way he says it. Yeah. When he says, like, this is her first time on a plane ever because I'm an American taking her on a flight. Yeah. Can she sit on a window seat? Rose, do you want those little wings that we have kids? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, if he goes to the bank, he's just sticking a sucker in her mouth, yeah. mouth and telling her to wait in the lobby. I also, finally, there's a lot of people. Besides Mrs. Olson, after she's done a hard day of work, uh-huh. that's what he from Little House on the Prairie. He's Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter. With that kind of face. He's Moltail, oh, rat tail, Moltail, yeah, worm yeah, yeah. tail, whatever the fuck. Yeah, he is. Did you just did you just not know Peter? Uh, no, uh, I, it took me a second. Harry yeah, Potter, because you're the Harry Potter. You're the one who has Harry Potter on his fucking phone ring, it's y'all. True. I took me a moment to remember, and I don't even know Harry Potter that well. Well, you anyway. remember Peter Pettigrew? Good for you. That's who he reminds me of. Although I still kind of. This is really mean, and we normally don't talk about this, but he's a jerk. I still kind of go with the person that posted he looks like the <laughs> Mucinex. The germ. He does look like the Mucinex germ to me. Anyway. James. <laughs> James. Anyway, y'all, they're going to go to the, an island, Palawan. Um, oh, he's got her some surprises. And y'all, when Ed has a surprise for you, it means he's going to... Use it for you during freaky deaky time. Yes, that <laughs> surprise is like here's some massage oil. Here's a here's the I got a surprise for you. It's got a, a butt su- plug. It got a surprise. <laughs> um, a surprise, y'all. If that's if someone is in the bedroom and says I've got a surprise for you, it's either gonna be a a a, a check or a or- cone up your ass, <laughs> and they're gonna pour something in it like a funnel in your butt. And something's going in there, y'all. Yeah, just when you hear a surprise, say, show it to me first and be near the door. Do you know what I learned from Mo Rocca <laughs> this weekend? What? Uh, from CBS when This Morning. When you say Mo Rocca, uh, it sounds like a, a town in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that tornado hit Mo Rocca. It hit Mo Rocca. Leveled it. <laughs> there was only the one five and dime left. Um, but Mo Rocca said... He was my talk- cousin Lolo's uh, my cousin Lolo's hairstyles is from there. It's true. They were talking about uh, it's the same since high school. She's forty eight. Um, they uh, were talking about uh, this woman wrote a book about quackery, and they were talking about these new okay. quack like snake oil and kind yeah. of things. And did you know that the thing of blowing smoke out your ass comes from they used to give people tobacco enemas. They would put a funnel in their ass and blow tobacco smoke in their ass. Uh, you can file that under things I never wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> Little history Yo, for and you. I'm freaky deaky, and I've never done that. <laughs> but if someone says I've got a surprise for you in the bedroom, you're gonna get smoking yeah. your ass. Pos- <laughs> position yourself near the door so you can just leave. So you can just leave mm-hmm. and don't get handcuffed to anything because no. you're gonna die. <laughs> you're gonna die. Because y'all, if your hand, here's a message from me. A tent from Poodle. If you're handcuffed with both hands, you cannot get anywhere near their wallet. You can't. (laughs) 
You can't. And you, there's no way you'll be able to make it out without their wallet. He is related to Cousin Olga, yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. So they go, they go to this place They that we wake up the next day. And he's like, this is a bikini. This is a bikini. This is a Teddy. Now, my dog's named name Teddy, is Teddy. But I don't do anything like I'm about to do with you with him. <laughs> and then we find out they've only fucked once. It's, and yeah, that's plenty for me. And, and then... Oh, 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 this is so... <laughs> he gives her a toothbrush. <laughs> no, he gives her a bottle of Listerine, Listerine. first. And a bottle of good toothpaste. toothpaste. And then... Your breath is not pretty. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. And then the toothbrush, it's not a Sonicare. It's not an Oral-B. It's a fucking little girl's yeah, toothbrush. That he bought at the hotel gift shop. It's pretty appalling. I'm done with Big Ed. <laughs> oh, Good. I, this, I mean, I kind of already was. We'll look back and see. This is the time when your dream that you had at the beginning died. No, I think it died <laughs> when he was in the house showering with the father and we saw the Muppet rat. By the way, somebody posted <laughs> the picture of that rat compared to the actual Muppet rat. Animatronic rat. And yeah. it was pretty spot on. <laughs> it was pretty spot on. That was that was something that the that production just had a... a Are we recording? Just check it <laughs> I didn't know. Production, y'all had a stuffed animal, a rat, and they just hosed it down. They just hosed it down. The person said, put it in there, boys. <laughs> so, like, yes, ma'am. It turns out, y'all, besides the fact that normally it takes <gasps> at least a year or two into a relationship before you'll say, can we talk about your breath? You know, and you've gotten to know that person, mm-hmm. and you know that person isn't going to be horrendously offended by something you're going to tell them. Ed is doing all this up front. <laughs> He's just he's just kicking down pins, fixing her one little way to make him his pretty, pretty little white princess. He is. Like a paper doll in a way. And you know what? It's the way he did it. Yeah. I think, too, if he had thought, well, first of all, I would really would not have done this on the television show. Uh, I would have. Maybe they were there all the time. But do you not have were. a moment? Do you not have just a moment to say, hey... But also, also the shamelessness of Ed that he would do it. The fact that he got her the things as if I'm giving you this because you're doing it wrong. Right. And what you're doing is not good enough. Uh, you're a savage. And as a white yes. person, I have to show you how to behave like a Western person. Yes. Yep. This is basically That's like fucking Native American Thanksgiving bullshit. Yep. It's awful. If now, he just should have said, hey, I've noticed something's going on with your breath. Like, it's everything okay. This is the thing. Even if he had done that, though, like, yeah. just talk to her about, like, I'm smelling your breath. I agree. Not. And then she would have said, actually, I have an ulcer, which is what she tells him. And I just went, oh, oh. It's like when you've been going off all. It's like when someone says. It's like when that woman said she was pregnant after getting a condom and on birth control. <laughs> and Poodle goes, oh, okay. Or when you say, what do you do? And someone goes, I'm not pregnant. Oh, oh. We're so big, or I mean, <laughs> or that time that you're in a choir and you lean over and you're talking about Sandy Duncan's glass eye, and she hears you. Have you told that story on this podcast? I don't think so. I think it's time. <laughs> this is such a good story. So, y'all, we um, 
Because Poodle is the queen we of were, saying the inappropriate thing and then being shamed we for it. We were singing at Pop Goes the Fourth in college. Um, and this is at Michigan, right? Yeah. No. Uh, we, we, uh, yeah. Um, and we were, we were in Boston, though, uh, singing yeah. with Pop Goes the Fourth. Um, and Sandy Duncan was the guest. I love Sandy Duncan. Uh, I have, uh, uh, we were the kind of the guest choir, and I was kind of near the front. And they basically said, uh, I was like, yo, you guys, you know, you know, I, you know, I have a problem whispering. I'm not the best Poodle in the world. cannot whisper at all. And so I'm like, you guys, you know, Sandy Duncan has a glass eye. And, and one girl you know went how back Poodle to me, which one is it? I'm like, I don't know which one it is. You know how Poodle... Like if someone has a mole, a hair lip, he can't stop <laughs> noticing. Whereas it doesn't bother. He I, will, I not. will fixate, and I all I hear is like glass eye, glass eye, glass eye, glass <laughs> eye, in my head. And I'm usually trying to say, "Don't look at it, don't look at it." And so then I'm, which one? And the girl's like, "I don't know." And I'm like, "Which one?" Is it left one or the right? Sandy Duncan turns around and says, "It's this one." Points right at right, just smiling. And I was like, the color drained <laughs> from my face. Our choir director just stares at me. <laughs> and that Is this was the on time. stage in yes, Boston in rehearsal at one of the most prestigious yes. concert halls in yes. the world. Yes. 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 Does your mother know that story? She'd be mortified. She'd be absolutely mortified. Y'all, and those of you who want who want my mother to guess on the podcast you can give that up. Who said that? She, someone said that Mother Poodle should be a character. No, that will never happen. Y'all, <laughs> there are two rules of Fight Club. <laughs> don't talk about Fight Club and don't tell Mother Poodle it exists. <laughs> it's true. Because, y'all, if Mother Poodle comes in up here, all the fun is gone. <laughs> she will take that out. She will, we will, the show will be canceled the next day. Or she'll make it all about her and like act. I'm kind of a celebrity. She might get that way. And then she'll start a cameo and charge like $100. <laughs> she would. I can see that. Now, Who wants to pay that much money? But I'll get it if I can. I just want to say this. Maybe Rose has an ulcer um, because she lives in a shack with no roof. Yeah. And it fucking rains on her. And, and they're starving. To, and, and having to raise her son Raise her alone. single son. So maybe Big Ed... While you're riding around Check your, your fucking Harley the fucking door. in San Diego, handing out your motherfucking stickers <laughs> that you pay too much for on goddamn Zazzle, yeah. you could think about Rose's situation. Yo, that fucker tried to send us stickers. We said no. We said no. Yeah. She was one of the earliest to get in touch with us. Um, you know, oddly enough, I don't think I think that's the only cast member of 90 Day that's ever contacted us. I don't think I've had anybody else contact us. Uh, You're right. You're right. I'm fine with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we're I know fine you with all that. listen. Worth that. We think we're we think they're probably a little afraid of us. We don't want to talk to because we come hard, except for Darcy. We want to talk oh, to you, Darcy. Oh, she's we the love only you, Darcy. one. We love you, actually, Darcy. I don't know if we want to interview. We just want to go to Connecticut and kind of drink with you. I kind of want to imitate you in front of you. I think she would be fine. with I that. I think she would be. Mm-hmm. Where we just hang out with her and Stacy, and they say, "So, what do you want for dinner?" I'm like, "How about steak?" How about steak? Not bias. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so we just all go back and forth. Let's go get our lips done. <laughs> Maybe not referencing their plastic surgery too much. I know, but it'd be fun <laughs> to go with them and see that woman who's their anyway, friend. 
Y'all, so anyway, to, y'all. Her response, to, uh, her response to this is basically he's blaming her. She blames she he blames her for not telling him she has an ulcer, which is another lovely stroke. Yes, uh, and um, and I, and I wrote, "Say I'm sorry, you piece of shit," and he yeah, doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, and she's like, "I want to punch him." Um, and this and is says, you're ugly in Tagalog. And you know what that. I notice Ed says all the time because he needs the validation, and it's so annoying. He says, "I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you." Ugh. He did. You know, he did that this so whole awful. episode, and that is when she said, "You're ugly." Y'all, if someone did that to me, the, my first response would be just to stare at them and say, "What the fuck are you doing?" And just like if, if you, you have you don't. If I, if I don't say it back to you, that's a signal. It's true. And I love you. I love you. Ugh, God. My arm hurts today, like tennis elbow. Okay. <laughs> it's been given to me. Hand jobs or something. That's what you tell me before we start the show. I'm just saying <laughs> it's a little sore. Anyway, um, so y'all. Oh, what um, a God blessed. Rose, and I kept writing, Rose is really swallowing a shit sandwich for all this, isn't she? She really, really Ooh, is. Three squares a day. Three squares a be, day. To be with Ed. Um. So they're on a boat, and they go to look at monkeys, and... Oh, sorry, my phone came on. I don't know what happened. Why are you looking at your phone while well, we're was, doing a I podcast? Was, I was texting someone back. What? <laughs> this is the song that everyone knows. We're not paying for any more. Cut, this, cut, cut. This cut was it, number cut it, eight <laughs> on the pop charts of Billboard. It. We're going to have to pay for that song. Y'all, and we, it's a piece of shit. We, this was redemption because we talked about this on the Gay Trion. And now there literally oh. is a monkey on his back. <laughs> we talked about it on the, on the, on the Gay Trion. And, and he was appalled that I had never, I, I think I'd heard of it briefly. And I'm like, no one knows that song. And he's like. This song was very famous. It was a very famous song. And and I said, you know, I've heard of the Peter Gabriel Shock the Monkey, which was a number one, by the way. Not a number eight. Um, but it was George Michael. Yeah, and I knew his big singles. And I this didn't was know. was a big single. But w- w- what did our poll say? But then our Patreon poll, I think it just got a, a cross section of people who don't <laughs> get out. Because y'all come at us if you knew this song. I knew it. This has already been litigated. And most, most people either had never heard of it, but if, even if they did hear of it, they thought of it as a ma- minor hit. But that's okay. I'm moving on. It's okay I for have, you to be wrong sometimes. I have news. Okay. <laughs> I was doing the podcast. Well, this but is yeah. about the podcast. Okay. Christina, who edits our Patreon <laughs> videos, edits them for your pre- pleasure, everybody. Thank you, Christina, who's part of our, our sissy team. She is from the Philippines originally. Yes. And she said, uh, she messaged us and said, this, I have some information that you, might be useful for Ed and Rose Ooh. at the island of Palawan with the monkeys. Okay. The tour guides are very strict to tourists and would warn people to refrain from having plastic wraps or anything that makes plastic noises because the monkeys love those stuff. So she feels production trolled Ed so they knew the monkeys would attack him. (laughs) 
She said, I know that place because I visited it on her honeymoon. Because she has a 90-day fiancé as well. She does. Y'all, Christina has a, got a, she got herself a 90-day fiancé. She got that dick and she nailed it down. <laughs> then she went she to Monkey Town down. <laughs> on a honeymoon. I'm pretty sure we shouldn't use the phrase Monkey Town <laughs> ever. It sounds bad it to like me. Oh, uh, we're going to edit that out. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I meant actual monkeys. I still don't think you should ever call that island Monkey Town. I'm pretty sure. The term Monkey Town is not the view of 90 Day Gays, only Matt Marr. So anyway, y'all, <laughs> okay. the monkey jumps on uh, 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 Ed because trying to get a banana. Why would you take a banana to, to I, it the had monkey? To be production? Yeah. I think that's an amazing story. So anyway, I screamed like a woman. Yeah, you fr- when the, you broke out. I was in it, and then it jumped up, and I went oh! And it scared me because I was just riding. <laughs> y'all, he does with with birds too, and it's so unnecessary. He gets angry because I scare him. And then no, he gets it's scared, just like, and then he starts yelling at me. You you startle <sighs> me, and you do that, and it's very upsetting. Um. Anyway. So, I think Ed's seen Outbreak too many times. Probably. So, he's freaked out that a monkey's going to... And Rose is like, he's scared of everything. It's true. Um, he it's is. True. Ed, Ed is scared of everything. It's um, true. So, y'all, Ed has... I've arranged... I've arranged. Very, she says like... He, he said that about the monkey trip. I've arranged this because <coughs> I'm... Look at all these things I can do with my white money. I just feel like Ed is always... Do you feel like he's always acting... Always. Yes, like I when, said that from the first episode we did. Even when he <laughs> sees like the island and he says, oh, it's so it's beautiful. It's so beautiful here. Oh, my God. I'm like, you live in San Diego. Throw to camera. Yeah. Yeah. You live in San Diego. It's beautiful there. It's beautiful there, too. Y'all. It's, it's got a lot of military men in San Diego. Yeah, no y'all, shit. The military men in San Diego. <laughs> oh. Oh my! And a God. lot of brigade, y'all. They're just oh, they're just yeah. out there. They used to be on the download, but now they're just fucking they're dick. Just <laughs> fucking dick. Come at us. Uh, anyway, if you're a military man who wants to date poodle. <laughs> come at Maybe us. Maybe slide into my DMs. Not don't come at me in public. Mm-hmm. Just I can't say si- hi. I can't send you dick pics in public. No, we're not doing this. Just say hi. Um, oh. Say hi. Uh, so y'all. So they're at. And the most romantic place on the resort is obviously a table poolside. Cool. <laughs> it's not on the beach. Concrete structure <laughs> filled with water. I doubt it was. I doubt he probably asked for the most romantic spot. I think he just said, "What can I get for thirty bucks?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what they gave him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he keeps saying he's still talking down with her. He's like, "I'm just not a hundred percent sure." Well, no, before that though. He says, like, she's like, I feel happy. I feel love. Yeah. Uh, I want Ed to be a part of my life. I wish he proposes tonight. So she's enjoying herself. And as usually with anything with Ed, if you're feeling good about he's it. He's going to ruin it. Just wait for it. And then go ahead, Poodle. Um, so he's not 100% sure that he wants to propose to her because he hasn't told her about his her sister asking him for money. He's like, I'm just not sure. Maybe they're in cahoots. <laughs> I okay. I put the, 
No all, one has used the word cahoots in of, 37 years. All of a sudden, well, people use it, but it's like in a crime sense. Yeah. So he thinks they're trying to extort him. Or you use cahoots to say like, huh, I think uh, old Will Partner's in cahoots with the guy who rode that bank. Exactly. There yeah. needs to be a bank robbery, yeah. a Western aspect, something on the frontier, yeah. maybe a mining situation. Yeah. Yeah, Panhandle for gold. Cahoots is the not the right word to you here. Um, not right. So she says she he does tell her this, and her face kind of shows it to us. Her face, her, she's like shaking her leg, and I just feel. Do you think she knew? <sighs> um, that's a good question. I don't think it matters at this point. I still think she's eating a shit sandwich every time. Every time she talks to him, uh-huh. um, uh, I think I, I, part of me thinks she did not know because why would the sister say don't tell? Uh, well, if they were in cahoots, but um, yeah, but part of me would, part what of would, me leans towards that too what uh, for that be, same reason. If she, if they're going to be together, what would the what would what would the benefit of Telling, telling her, yeah. yeah, just creating, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so I don't think I don't think Ed really thought this out, you guys. Yeah, I don't. Shocker. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think that she's going. I don't. I don't think she knew. Um. So anyway, uh, so she says she did not know. Um. And he wants to hear uh, the sister's side of the story, and she's like, "But I'd like to be there on the call again." Because you're a fucking liar, he, and you'd probably speak in Tagalog, again, and you, he, you're still in cahoots. He doesn't trust her. That's why he, oh. you know, because he said, y'all, here's the thing. If, if he'd even said, I'd like to talk to your sister, even if he said, but there's no reason for him to talk to her sister. If it's between her and her sister, exactly. let them work it out and here, trust them. Here is why Hazel from Tariq's season, Hazel and Tariq is playing the game so much better than Rose. <laughs> it's true. I would have walked out like, Hazel, you don't trust me? If you don't trust me, we're never going to do this. Uh-uh. And you know what? He would have come around begging for that pussy like a bloodhound. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then the next thing you know, oh, grrr, he's going to my church for five hours and watching <laughs> us like practically hump a, <laughs> hump a fucking snake for Jesus. <laughs> and then he's going away going, okay. You got to know your fucking power, y'all. The, Hazel knew her fucking power. Hazel played it oh, well. It's like a fucking pool shark. She anyway, is. y'all. Um, she says though. Rose says she says I do not want your money, and he said I believe you because by your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> He's great at reading people. Great so, at reading people. The next day on the beach, mm-hmm. uh, she's already said the previous night. She says I can't wait to make babies with you. Now. We find we find out earlier on that he has said he wants a vasectomy. He doesn't want any more kids. I can't believe they haven't talked about this. I cannot well, believe. They've, poodle, they've only been dating two and a half months. Yeah, but two it seems and a half like if, you're, if you are going to go to the Philippines, you have know, to have. But two and a half months. That's not a long, you've had, a long time for me. You've had <laughs> orgies that have been longer than that. <laughs> they felt that long. <laughs> Especially the, the, like 6 a.m. rolls around. I'm like, okay, my legs hurt. Yeah, but that defensive line's still there. 
Hashtag callback to our OGs. <laughs> Just the defensive line. Um. So anyway, Just put that on the shirt. Uh, it would. You'd have to get the whole, the whole joke of it. It's true. Um. So Rose is swimming, and he calls. He FaceTimes his friend Rich, who we haven't seen since like episode one and one, two. Yeah, y'all. yeah. Um. And says, "Wait, you haven't talked to her about this yet." Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not going to go well if she wants to have more kids. I feel like this was. If there's always one more thing with Ed, there's always one more concession. It, it, you know, one it's more always thing. one more thing. And also, what really pointed out to me this episode, and with the kids thing, good. Listen, I know that kids are a big deal. However, y'all, when you love someone and you realize you're marrying someone who's in her twenties, who probably wants to have yeah, because who knows if she moves you to know America? She's talked about it before. If Prince is even going to be able to go with her. Ugh. That's devastating to a mother. Yep. And she's childbearing age and everything. But here's the deal. Big Ed is not compromising on anything. Nope. Zero. It's all my way Zero. or the highway. Whereas you look at some of these other couples, they some of them compromise. Now, we just talked about on what now. We'll see a little teaser for what now. I am worried a little bit about Omar not compromising at all for Avery. But you know... I so coming I, from a different background. I like him, but his culture is just—he is not compromising no, on Avery at all. No, and like, that's the deal. No, and so, but we've seen other people that compromise, but Ed, Big Ed, um, and he's doing it in such a quote-unquote nice way that he thinks he can skirt by on it. The only other that's person I think of that's not good as compromising too is Ash, and we got a lot to say about that. Like y'all, every successive, <laughs> every successive moment in that seminar made my dog go, and I kept having to pick it up off the floor. <laughs> y'all, and he's had ten dicks in his mouth, so his jaw goes pretty far. It, un- it unhitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that's all I had about them. Me too. All right. I think this will be a good time to Let's take a commercial take break. Take a little break and then we'll be right back. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. 
Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool! Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Let's move on now. To we're gonna go to the the wild steps of Pavlograd. The wild steps of Pavlograd. <laughs> I do to David, ju- y'all. I do want to jump in real quick and remind people, y'all. We've got new merch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I just thought about that. Um, we've got. I don't know why you thought to do it got now, two but that's new okay. Merch. We've got one is uh, Maddie in the streets, poodle in the sheets. Yes, that was just announced today. You guys, you can get a T-shirt, you can get a journal, you can get a mug. Anything. Anything sticker. You, you can get a sticker. And then we have a Put no- it on your laptop. Yes. And we have a note. Poodle's oh, the gosh. other one. I'm going to make you say it. 
The next, the the next item of merch is, is if you can cream it, you can dream it. Y'all fucking <laughs> asked for this if shit. If you can cream it. You can dream it. You fucking demanded this, so <laughs> y'all, it's vile. Or you can, our, I, can our, you get it on a t-shirt? Please, no. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, God. And, and our dream it and cream it mugs are flying off the shelf. If you can cream it, you can dream it. Sorry, just like sure. Yeah, our cream it. No, dream it. you'll just never get it in the right order. <laughs> That's the, it's not. Don't blame any fucking dyslexia. Anyway, our cream mugs are flying off I the shelf. I would say. They're positively dripping. Get, get, yes, you get yourself a sticker or get yourself a journal. And we want you to fill that mug with fill as much mug. cream as you possibly, possibly can. can, y'all. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. Take your coffee with some foam. And disclaimer, <laughs> we don't, as we talked about, we make shit from merch. Yeah, we don't. We just, and I think we're just trying to build a community and. Later on, on her deathbed, when I tell my mother that she had, uh, that her saying of Frozen was on a blanket and all across America, and she dies of mortification. She'll wake up just for five seconds to slap you and then I, fall down. I'm so embarrassed. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Go. Go. <laughs> anyway, y'all. I shouldn't talk about my mother's death. You shouldn't. That's mean. What is wrong with me? I have a lot of problems. <laughs> That is not that is not an invitation for you to chime in. <laughs> Doesn't take everybody to see that. Um, anyway, y'all, so be sure to check all that out and get your you can put it your creaming and dreaming. You can put it on a journal. You can put it that's on a, a good idea. Y'all, because that just reminds you, if you can cream something, you can dream it. You can. <laughs> it's kind of like a more dirtier version of Rocky Horror uh Don't Dream It Be It. <laughs> exactly. But a lot more disgusting. A lot more disgusting. And coming from a different place. And coming from baby girl Lisa. Um, but right now, let's talk about, let's go back let's to talk David. about David. David. Um, so y'all, the big, the, the doors big open. reveal that was announced at the, last, so we all kind of thought we were going to see Lana. Yep. And instead. <laughs> instead. It's, it's an elderly Russian man. With moles all over his face. With moles all over his face. Which, I have to say, y'all. Anatoly, king of moles. We did not know. After Maria, we were like, this could be. I know. It could be Lana. And when he opened that heavy Eastern block door that seemed like it was made of all metal. (laughs) It sounded like a brig shutting. I thought Scarlett Um, Johansson was going to come out and this was a Black Widow movie. I think this is a good time for another installment of 90 Day Theater. That's not the theme. I was doing Masterpiece, masterpiece here. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's not, no. That's a different theme. Anyway, I, I, I can say we're getting nowhere when you stare at me blankly. <laughs> Y'all, when I'll say, oh, that's wrong, he'll look at me and go, I don't know the other one. And I'm like, it's not worth fighting about. Let's just move on. It's just that our common cultural markers... That I think most people will know, you fall so short in those, <laughs> and it makes I'm just aghast half the time. Anyway, you're looking at me like that again. Mm-hmm. So another episode <laughs> of Ninety Days Theater, and y'all, Ninety Days Theater has an re at the end because this is theater. 
<laughs> not theater. It's true. Anyway, and scene. Wait, who's playing who? I'm playing uh, the role of uh, the person behind the door. Okay. All right. And scene. Door goes. Hey. How's it going, man? Russian translated. Yes? Is, uh, I'm looking for my girl. I'm looking for my girl, my gal. Lana. You need to, uh, no, I'm sorry, just stopping. You need to say, Lana? <laughs> that's, that's what, what he did. That's what he's doing. He's saying, oh, I'm no, saying he, Lana. He, no, he said, Lana to him. No, that's what I just said. I'm looking for, he kept saying, I'm looking for my girl. No, Lana. he didn't. He called her Lana first. Well, like, yes. Th- that was the whole joke, and you fucked it up. That was the funniest thing in the episode. <laughs> when an old man, Lana. when an old man opens the door and he goes, "Lana," <laughs> do you not understand how that was the joke? Well, no, I'm I done did. with this. You ruined it. You ruined it for me. The funniest thing that happened in the episode. Everyone is saying I'm it. For my girl. He said, "Lana." He did. I said it. No, you didn't. You. Well, I paraphrased. Yeah. I made it a choice. And with comedy, you can't paraphrase. I made a choice. Yeah, it was terrible. Also, I don't know how you're doing, David. Remind me never to let you do that again. <laughs> anyway, here's I the thing. It. I just ended it because you <laughs> crushed my dreams. <laughs> I just try to create something, you guys, and sometimes he can't even play. So I guess now I need to tell you what I need from you from now on. Oh, Wow. Because that was, I just gotta say this. That was the funniest thing. An old man with moles all over his face opened the door, and he did. And David says, "Lana." <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous. Hoping, hoping that man would say, "Yes, I am Lana. I have been catfishing you for a whole time." It was no, ridiculous. That man named Anatoly, King of Moles, <laughs> did not know who Lana was. Had never heard of Alana. Had never seen a picture. He'd lived there for 20 years. He literally said, I've been here since like 1990. Anatoly works in the 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 bass cannery, y'all. So you think he has you worked think, there for 45 years. You don't years. think he's re- Ukrainian central casting? Nope. You nope. think he's a real person? He is a real person. You could not pull off moles like that. That's true. And no, he, he wasn't even, he, he actually felt sorry for David. Like I'm sorry, I don't know where your girlfriend is. Do you think he's had other people knock on his door? If, if maybe no, he would have he would have said something, but possibly that. But the, I still say the woman from last week who took his flowers, who we who we interviewed. Oh yeah, you know the yeah, woman, yeah, um, the woman who we interviewed, who I think her name was Nadja. I don't remember. She'd seen thousands of guys thousands come in. Thousands of guys come in. You know, and, and y'all, she took their flowers every time and it, put them in her shop. It's true. And y'all, by the way, one of our sis, two of you, our sissies, came at us. Apparently, it is unlucky in yes. Ukraine. Yes. Thank get, you for coming at us. To get flowers with even numbers. Because that's a funeral. You get flowers with odd numbers for, like, love. But you get one or you get 11. Yes. Then. He got nine. One. I, this, this may be just me. One rose says everything. Wow. I really believe that. Wow. Yeah, I think it's true. You roll it over for any <laughs> Tom, Dick, or Harry that shows up at your door. Because three roses is weird. Or seven is weird. It I should mean, be either one the, or a dozen. The bar is low for no, you. No, I'm saying I would accept 11 as well if 12 is bad luck. You fucked on rose petals, haven't you? 
you know, I never have, but I think I would bust out laughing, and I don't think I'd be able to, like, hold it together. And I would. Now that I look back on it, I'd be fine. I'd be over it, and I would say, It's Dick O'Claw! <laughs> Put it on me! <laughs> that part of my lizard brain would take over, and it goes, Dick! Dick! <laughs> like, it's like one of those things on the Land of the Lost. The ones with oh, uh, the, the, the snake the heads, snake he- the lizard heads. What yes. are those called? I don't know. Someone will say something. Someone will say hey, it. Siri, what are the name of the lizard heads on Land of the Lost? Here are matches for Land of the Lost. Land that- of the Lost. Slee stacks. Slee stacks. Boy, that was a weird echo of my brain that came up with that. <laughs> y'all, y'all forget that. Poodle is a closet sci-fi <laughs> space nerd, and he will not admit it. I won't. I'm I, really quiet about but it. But if we took him to a Star Trek convention, oh, I'd lose my mind. Y'all come at us. If I don't you're want to talk about it. It makes me really uncomfortable. Come at us if you're Trekkies. It makes me really uncomfortable. So, um, do you know any Klingon? I can't wait. <laughs> I had. I'm. I vocally directed a performance uh, of. of, of um, Tamburlaine by Christopher Marlowe that was done in Klingon, and I helped them with their singing. It's like, See, I know a little. I'm not proud. Let's move on. Wow. I'm nervous about that. Wow. What if you end up like, what if you go to a Star Trek convention, though, and that's where you like meet your future husband? You're obsessed with me meeting my future (laughs) husband. And we're in a pandemic. Well, I'm just saying, well, because you're online dating you know now. Why? You're not, you know you're not why? able to fuck. You want to introduce me to my husband so I will forever owe you in some kind of fucked up micromanagement like fantasy of my life. You already owe me <laughs> for the shit I've done. Anyway, y'all. I'm just saying it's kind of like too hot to handle. You can't have sex with people. So therefore, you're Listen, like. I'm already talking to people online. So let's leave my relationship and my love life out of it. People don't come to the podcast to hear about it. They come at me on Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> I just told, someone asked for a bad hookup story, and I told them a whopper. Oh, wow. Oh. I don't think I've told that one on the podcast, too. Whoa. Well, Whoa. now you got to pay for it. <laughs> I sound like a whore on Cameo. See, I mean, I sang the word whore again. <laughs> you got to pay me. Got to pay me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, anyway, it's what it is. So she ba- he basically uh, David say, well, she must not have given me the correct address. And the old man looking at her is like, no shit. <laughs> Even the old man who doesn't understand English is like, you're a fucking moron. And then he the, the old man's like, you know, Ukrainian girls who do this on- online, they're not very serious people. Yeah. Like everyone has told him the woman who Even, he used to date in yes. Ukraine says that. Uh, Anatoly says, I would avoid meeting Ukrainian women <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Everybody knows this, y'all. And he's like, uh, and so finally, he's walking down the Eastern Block hallway. Here's the thing, you guys, in communist uh, countries, all the apartment buildings, uh, they're built with the same specs. Yes. So all these look the same. That was the way in China. You would just look out and see these 40 or 50 apartment buildings all exactly the same. Mm. Like... 80 stories high each. Did it freak you out? Yeah. There's a lot about China that freaked me out. <laughs> 80 stories tall? Yep. Eight zero. Yep. You really? just see them, yeah. Wow. 
Maybe not 80, at least 50. Antonio's in China now. <laughs> what? Corny. Oh, that Antonio. Antonio yeah. Corny. 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 <laughs> Antonio, you dodged a bullet. He dodged a she's, bullet. She's being Stockholm Syndrome with that German guy. <laughs> Selling period cups. Yes, I made the choice. With Papa, I, I will stay. stay. Is this home? Is, Is this where I must learn to be happy? <laughs> Selling minstrel cups. All alone in a foreign land. He is German. And I'm scared he will break me. <laughs> and put me in front of a green screen. <laughs> Build higher green screen around me. We had to finish it out now. Yeah. Change every lock and key. Nothing lasts. All of me. Of me. Though I'm far, far away. Home and Courtney. Courtney, someone needs to rescue you. You know, from your I German captor. You didn't know what to say, so you just went la la la. You just phoned it in. I did. <sighs> I wanted to get through it. Um. Anyway, y'all. Uh, finally, David just says, this is too much. That was from Beauty and the Beast, by the way. Everybody. Yeah, it was. Not the movie. Not the stage the show. The stage I, it was show. cut from the movie. Oh, it was yep. originally in the movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know it that was one. T- tended to be. I just thought Human Again was originally supposed to. Yeah, but I think that was a, there, it was originally, she was supposed to sing a song ah. about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, y'all. He's like, the up and down is too much. Again, not a thing I've ever said on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Up and down, she wandered. Up and down and up and down, he wandered. Did you ever sing that madrigal? Yes, yes. They all do that. Are we? What happened? Your little speaker things. You what touched happened? It. What, can you not hear yourself? I can. Oh, damn it. What happened? Now that you just moved the speaker thing because you oh, flail Jesus. around like a tuna getting <laughs> fucked by a hammerhead. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, that's... I- I bet a tuna getting fucked by a hammerhead shark flops around. They do. Do um, fish I've heard. do that? I think fish have sex. Do they have they sex just... with other fish? No, I think fish just like spray their semen and oh, it yeah. falls into the other fish's hole. It's very romantic. I didn't know you were a fish. <laughs> I thought you were a mammal. That's what you're doing. It's disgusting. When I see you on the alley, just bends up with your ass up. Just going... When I'm camming. Just you're just quoting Finding Dory. <laughs> now I know it all makes sense. I'm going out to the alley to find Dory. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. That's what he says. Um, that's all I've got about that sad sack. That's all. I don't know how this is going to end, y'all. Oh, P.S. This episode was three fucking hours, and no one prepared <sighs> us. There was no promotion that was going to be three hours. I think y'all. I think they've got the COVIDs at TLC. Something's the co- they going got the on. Corones. Yeah. It was not. It they wasn't the Rona, because y'all poodle has to prepare. I have to p- do it in my mind. I have to know what's going to go on. Kind of if you need to have a plan for what's going on, or you are completely spiraling. Like because for some of you, this was Sunday night. You got the kids to bed. You made your husband watch this show because he's going to get some pickle tickle after this. And y'all, you and know, you promised him it's two the, hours. It, towards the last ten minutes, he's probably doing a little. Hands searching and yeah, stuff. Yeah, hands across America. Getting everybody ready. Just helping moisten the grasslands. And oh, then suddenly you're ready. 
and then, then there's another fucking hour. And then he's got your finger inside you, and you have to say, babe, get out. <laughs> there's another hour. I need to watch these lesbians try to salvage their relationship. And then he falls asleep, <laughs> and he won't wake up, and then you are overstimulated from 90 Day Fiance. And you have to finger bang yourself in the bathroom. Yes, exactly. With Cheeto fingers, probably. It's with Cheeto fingers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you're what? crying whilst doing it. <laughs> wow. Brian Williams from the 11th hour just talks in your kitchen. <laughs> That's real. TV. That's that is real. real. We just got real life. Um, uh, anyway, and it's a rerun, too, because it's a weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Y'all, Stephanie and Erica, <laughs> we're jumping around a lot. <laughs> we're going to talk about Stephanie and Erica um, next. So I wrote down, this is the worst you know, at first it was kind of good lesbian drama. Now we're now we've just simmered to a low boil. We've even had one of our lesbians, <clears throat> Gus, in the Sissy Squad message. She's and like, say, "This is garbage." She's like, "I am disappointed in my lesbians <laughs> for she, this." And she told us a great story of like fighting with her girlfriend. And it like, was great, y'all, because if you've seen two girls fight who've been in a relationship out at a club, there's if Ooh. if there's not something physical, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Yeah, they go and at they it. go at it, and they wind up crying. And then no, ain't no drama like lesbian drama. Mm-hmm. Ain't no drama like because a lesbian drama don't stop. stop. Oh, oh, ain't we no could put drama that like a lesbian drama because a lesbian drama don't stop. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll do we'll do the remix when we do our musical uh, episode. <laughs> yes, we're still waiting on that. <sighs> you got another couple hours in a day. <laughs> I'm ready if anybody wants to give them to me. <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, y'all, they're gonna go to the botanical this is garden. Like, this is like fight number eleven uh, that they've had they every have episode. Gotten they've broken up and made up, and at that's least very four girl times. on girl. That's very girl on girl. Very very typical for two women. Um, and so you know, because women have different boxes than men. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about <laughs> later for that. <laughs> anyway, they're they, at the bot- some women need to fill in boxes. Uh, and your <sighs> hormones do that to you. Uh, you could just see Avery's save does it, not save compute. It, save it, save you it, You brought it up, you whore. <laughs> you know, I like to tease, and you just go I just into said, it. You made me say whore again. <laughs> you just like ramrod it in there. <laughs> just tap. Anyway, y'all. Anyway, um, y'all. Stephanie and Erica, they're at the botanical gardens at, to talk. Botanical, not botanical. <laughs> You said like Bojangles. They're at the Botanical Gardens. (laughs) 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 You sound like your aunt. I can't wait to go to the Botanical Gardens. Like it's spelled B-E-A-U, Botanical Gardens. Anyway, Botanical... Because there's a rule in English that says we can have one stress syllable or two stress syllables for a long word like that. And it's rarely the first. <laughs> you know, the valedictorian pig knew that of your class. Oh, you never learned it. Oinky knew that. Um, anyway. They're going to the botanical gardens. And this is a desert botanical gardens, which is like, like they're in the desert. Maybe that's what that's what you call a botanical garden. A dog. botanical garden. That, it does look like they're just in somebody's yard in Palm Springs, yeah, doesn't it? It does look like Palm Springs. That's, exactly. That's, that's true. 
<laughs> so guys, anyway, Stephanie so, hopes they can work it out because she says for the eleventh time. I want time. her to break up with me. Yeah, that's really helpful. Um, and she's like, my feet really hurt because she wore wedges to the botanical gardens. <laughs> Who does that? You guys, we've had a lot of on our on our Instagram and on our Twitter and just in general on our sissy squad. There's been a lot of Stephanie hate, and I can't say I I don't get why. She yeah. has not not made any friends. You know this what people season. do not like on reality TV at all? <clears throat> kind of like one of the biggest sins. <clears throat> if people can tell you are not authentically totally. being yourself. Totally. And Stephanie kind of finally admits to that, but <clears throat> she's just not. And that's again I think that's the biggest thing with yep. Big Ed. He And we were talking about not compromising. Stephanie has not wanted to compromise once. That's she the wants truth. to move to New yes. York. She wants to come out on her own timeline, mm. but she wants Erica to come out to her family. She wants to be with Erica's friends, but on her terms. That is true. Yeah. See, occasionally I think of something like that. Um, you, when you say that is true, like well, like like someone is just like re- pan for gold, and so like she found a gold nugget. <laughs> way over, way over. He <laughs> found one. Anyway, I hate you. So, popped out of his ass. <laughs> it's just so loose. He was hiding the gold. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. I can't. He's got no gag reflex. <laughs> he keeps all the miners ah. happy. Fine, man. Um. So y'all, er- Erica. This is what I what I took away from this. This kind of like weird botanical gardens thing. She's talking about meeting her friends. Uh-huh. She sees. Meeting Stephanie, meeting her friends as very differently than Stephanie does. Mm-hmm. She sees it as a a way to kind of de-stress their relationship, yeah. to kind of bring everybody the into the community. And Stephanie sees this as a test, you guys, as a test and an opportunity yeah. to get more information about their loved yeah. one. Someone's been fucked over badly. Yeah. And she is always worried about what the what the friends are thinking about her. This is not good. Yeah, at all. So that fundamental difference in the way they see her friends and her kind of culture is it's really hard Stephanie's to get over. Got somebody brought up and um, they were like they said, I've never noticed it, but it seems like Stephanie has a little bit has almost like a borderline personality. Hmm. Meaning that Stephanie said something that she's been saying so long, but she said it this episode and it hit me. She said, I feel like everyone is upset with me. She's yeah. not taking any personal responsibility and everything is being done. I think you've said this before. Everything is being done to her. Yeah. Oh, she's a victim. She's the perpetual victim. Per- her yeah. illness, her blood. And then she even says, my life is just a mess right now. What if she says, I'm just a screwed up person. You guys, that's a red flag. That is a red flag. That's and and also because you're she's saying I'm a screwed up person to immediately become the victim and to deflect from talking about her problems. Yeah, because she can blame I'm a screwed up person for why she does things, and it's an easy out for her. She can't just say I was wrong about this because I felt this way. She has to label herself as a screw up instead yeah. of talking about her feelings and why she feels the way she does. Doled it out, Stephanie. Yeah, again, y'all, that's a red flag. Um, uh, in fact, in my life, I had a person who said, well, I guess I'm just a terrible mother. Go. Wow. I wonder who that was. <laughs> Shocker. It also makes sense why Stephanie can't come out because, y'all, 
um, speaking from experience, <clears throat> you come out when you're confident enough to come out. If you're not confident about yourself, and you're not, you're not. So I'm glad you're untangling a cord. It's bothering. In the middle of our show. It's bothering y'all. If there's two cords laying around, Poodle will have them in a knot in three. Well, that was seconds. bothering me because there was a white cord on a black cord, and it was. I was bothering. I was just seeing it, and it was like annoying me. What were you saying? Anyway, I was listening back to with one ear. So it's this idea though of. You don't come out when you're not confident about yourself. Yeah. So no wonder Stephanie, I mean, it's, it's at the core. It has nothing to do with Erica. Right. She is just, I bet you, if you really got deep with Stephanie, she probably hates a lot of parts of herself. Hmm. Yeah. There's some deep. Well, I don't think her mother doesn't seem the most supportive person. Didn't want to say that. But, <laughs> ah, noticed that before. Yeah, She's the mother. Got a European mother. Yeah. Who, Cuts deep. Cuts deep. So, you guys, then at the end, Erica, strangely enough, says, clean slate? I'm like, okay, I guess that was somehow handled? We, even though, because Erica brought up to Stephanie, and Stephanie... She did apologize. But Erica did say, she did, but the way she said I'm sorry even was kind of like, I, I still didn't believe she heard it. Um, but Erica said... <clears throat> brought, and I'm glad Erica finally brought this up. What freaks me out is the stuff that you're upset about with my life. Yeah, is you everything knew. you knew. Whereas yep. Stephanie has brought in all this She's, shit that Erica yep. had no idea about. Yep. No idea about the extent her. of her illness. The extent of her illness. The, the things that about she doesn't her, want to be physical in yeah, a relationship. Doesn't be physical. Like and everything that she was online is different now. Yep. I don't see these working, y'all. We've said oh, this from the no. very beginning. This is these. This is oil and water. Yeah, I just said oil like people from my hometown. You did oil and water. You did. You did. It's kind of like how you said fill the other day uh -huh. for feel or or concealer. Concealer. So, sometimes y'all we talk country. <clears throat> yeah. We did you sound like a little country kid when you were a little boy? Oh yes. There's like you can hear me. There's like a recording of me saying, Lucas, throw me the ball. <laughs> Did you actively take your accent out? When you, you know, spoke? that's a good question because I've this never is, done that. We were on the Dolly Parton. Um, yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, I made a choice not to actually. Um, the Dolly Parton uh, podcast, there was something about Great. kids uh, in the, I think it was in Appala yeah, Appalachia. A lot of times they would take their accent out. And I like think their parents would say, I think to be when I went to school, when out. I went to school, no one told me that. But when I went to school, I was like kind of hearing myself and people would say, you sound like a bumpkin, you know, a little mm. bit. And I kind of heard that and went, it, it, uh, this type of accent does not make you sound intelligent. And it was really important that I sounded intelligent in college. No. And because academia is a measure of your worth, supposedly. I remember at Belvoir, Nancy Goldberg thought I was an idiot, but hired me because of <laughs> Lynn Eustace. And then when she saw my theater class, she was like, you're really good. Yeah. And that's the thing. Y'all, if you talk like Gomer Pyle, um, and I'm saying keep your accent, doesn't matter, you be you. And I, uh, I also, mine slowly also uh, ebbed when I started having to take diction lessons and being, being very specific about how I spoke. Um, and intentional about how I spoke, and it's because when you're intentional about, 
But things. Think you could have been such like in academia, you could have been such a role model for other Southern people. They could have looked at you. It's fucking seemed, rubes. What? I just think. Because what's her name? What's the NPR reporter that I love? The one that's in France? Who did, oh, uh, Beardsley. Ele- Eleanor Beardsley. Eleanor Beardsley. She, that's not how she speaks. She talks just like Eleanor that. Beardsley. She has a little bit of an accent. But I she love is, it. Well, I, st- I still have people. All my, all my students say I still have an accent, and I think I do. Um, it's, a, it's a little rounder, um, and I, but I do say words um, uh, with a little bit more of a cadence, southern cadence, but I'll, I'll often say, like, I'll say oil or aisle or instead of aisle. How do you say pie? Pie. Instead of pie. <laughs> <laughs> or tin. Tin. I don't know why, but I, I say ten, and people used to make fun of me for saying yeah, that. Yeah, when I came home from college, I remember my mom saying, well, like, look who's talking like a Yankee. <gasps> Do you think you're better than us? Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, and I said it, I was just coming out little by little, and I, it was a problem. And, uh, but now no one hears it. And I, when, if I talk on the phone with them, I get really country. You've heard me. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen him get really country. Y'all, when he's like... Three sex on the beach is in, and he just kicks sex off on his the beach, kicks out of his food because he loves being barefoot. I He'll do. just get barefoot I'd at the r- bar. I would rather not to wear shoes. If I see two dirty bare feet with their legs <laughs> up the bar getting a rin job, I know it's poodle. <laughs> Brer Fox, is that you? <laughs> Can't talk about that cartoon. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So, um, Anyway, they're going to get a clean slate. And I wrote down, this lesbian drama is getting not interesting. It's not interesting. So they go on another excursion. Boy, TLC just planned for them to do, they went to three different places. You pointed they this did. out. They went to, I will just say one thing is that Stephanie did finally acknowledge that online I portray myself another she way did. than You're I do. She did. You're exactly right. So she, I just think that's a big deal that. And then they do the do-over. But yes, they but, go on fucking three excursions. But I don't know what happened. Instead of saying, this is what I do, could they not saying, so how do we, how do we, how do we kind of figure out how to parse the way you are now from your online persona that never moves past oh, honey, it? It's just that they're not going to get there. <laughs> they're not going to get there. <clears throat> because this like sharing a little bit at a time does nothing. I know. Yeah. Anyway. I know. I know. Um, so they're going to go see Roy the Boomerang Man. They call him the, Roy the Boomerangian Man. What? That's a... Okay. Boomerang. I guess that's something. He's uh, indigenous, you guys. Uh, Aboriginal. Um, and I guess Stephanie decides to kind of worried about what he's... What Roy is going to think. Again... I don't know why you'd be worried about what an Aboriginal man in the middle of the outback would think of your well, relationship. I get it. I get it. I I, I would uh, I I would do that worry. I would still even in oh, oh I I worry sometimes if in South Carolina. Yeah, I worry about. But know. I'm pretty sure Roy isn't going to beat the shit out of them. But who knows? I mm. mean, who knows? Remember when we saw Australia? We learned a lot about. Australia. Remember when we saw oh, Australia? That movie. We loved that movie. I don't we remember like it loving it as, as much as you did. Oh, it took me away. Um, but anyway, I learned a lot. I did not know a lot. It's just kind of about the history of racism in Australia. Oh, yeah. And also just kind of the, a lot of, you know, Australia. Was it at the time they were there? 
the gay marriage was just legalized. Yeah, I think very right. recently. Yeah. So I bet there's a lot of homophobia that happens there. I agree, but uh, but you didn't have to say special friends is almost worse That's than girlfriends. Weird. Yeah, this is my special friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all. If people need to refer you. You just say my friend, or this is my girlfriend, or my partner. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's no degree of friendship. Uh huh. <laughs> no. Or your best friend. Mm-hmm. Or it, it's not my. It's not. This is my scissor sister. Lover. Or this is my. This is mm-hmm. my finger flanger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my. My lover. Ooh. M- my cooch and hooch. <laughs> My oh coaster my holder. Oh, God. <laughs> my mm. boxing's partner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sparring mm. partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, special friends. Uh, anyway. Tiger tamer. Gross. Uh, so I wrote down, Stephanie is dressed like a female Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's very ready for this, I want to go throw a boomerang. Doesn't this look fun? I've done it as a child. I, we had boomerangs. We had ones like Nerf boomerangs. We had real ones. Really? My, my father bought us boomerangs. We hit each other with them. <laughs> there can be I dangerous hit, I almost hit my brother. I, I, I threw it at him and hit him right here in his eye, and he still has a scar. You and know, my father said, what would happen if you blinded your brother, <laughs> friend? What would have happened? How would you have felt? And I'm like 12 years old. I don't know. <laughs> Now you think about that. You were so you mean about, to your brother. You think about how it would have felt to a blind to have to wake up and see your brother with a blind eye every day and say, "I did that, friend." <laughs> oh, I was totally shamed by both parents. Anytime we did anything to each other, you think about why you did that. Why would you? Why would you want to do that to your brother? What did he do to you? Oh, the amount of shame, y'all. That's the thing. Be careful when you're punishing your kids if you shame your kids. It's it seemed like the first the first thing to do, but you have to deal with it later. The kids do, and so do their friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so I think I said I'll say something. That you'll be something to be wrong of something. I'm like, I bet you feel terrible. <laughs> anyway, so so they go the boomerang yeah. and it it helps them. Stephanie tries to throw the boomerang. It's not good. Not good, but it doesn't matter because they end up having a kiss at the end. She does say, if I do this well, the rest of our trip will go very well. Doesn't go great, although they Maybe acted like it did. Maybe you don't put something on a boomerang. They do make a jump here because they like, they've had a horrible, horrible time. Then she throws a boomerang kind of half-assed, and then they kiss, and then Stephanie says, we need to come out to our families. <laughs> I'm like, how about we like drop some pressure here? Oh. <sighs> Well, I think that's just not her. Like she needs, to, she needs to be high stakes all the time. Do you feel like Stephanie is? One, yeah, I was going to say that's what I was about to say. She Stephanie needs to is be, one of those people that there's always drama. There's always something to look forward yep. to, or or agonize there's something about. to think about in the past. There's no yes. present. There's no present on this journey to the. That's the end of it. I didn't need that other <laughs> note. Thank you. You know that kind of sounded like the Wheel of Fortune theme. It kind of did, sound, <laughs> but the, the 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 piano part in that sync goes boom, 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 boom. It did. It, it's the Wheel end. of Fortune. They theme. stole it. They stole that. 
Um. Anyway, so we're up for our uh our third, third excursion. excursion because of that three-hour episode. We had to go three different places. We're gonna go on a shark tour. And speaking I'm of, mu- so tired. Speaking of music, y'all, they went to royaltyfreemusic.com and it was like and just entered. <laughs> Do do do, bum bum. Yeah, do do. That was written by someone in like Sri Lanka or something, yeah. just and put it up on royalty free music. They made it sound a little bit oh, like John, but not enough you could sue for. Yeah, because y'all they yeah. can't afford that music because that's John Williams and yep. that shit's high price. It's true. Um. Uh. Anyway, this was completely, they were going into a shark cage, which I would never do. First of all, because a shark, if you've seen Jaws, the shark can like hit that metal cage hard and it dislodges. I don't know if that's true. I think that might be just from the movies. Anyway, maybe just watch sharks in an aquarium. I would do it. No, you would not. I would. I would do it. I might suffoc. I might uh, asphyxiate and die in that thing because just saying it right now made my chest tighten. I just don't need I would to do it. My aunt Peggy swimming pool after I saw Jaws <laughs> for like that whole summer. It wasn't until like and, yeah, I think you'll be a great, I, great candidate for swimming in a <laughs> shark even cage because her her pool was like thirteen feet deep. That was deeper than anybody's pool because Jar. Her, she knew Jarvis. Aunt Peggy had money, y'all. Well, Jarvis put in the pools too and was Jarvis's neighbor. Jarvis Pools. That's who does pools in Ardmore. And so he and yeah, Peggy were neighbors. So he did the pool extra deep for her with the diving board and the swimming pool. I used to swim and look behind me under the water just to make sure there wasn't a shark in there. Y'all, I'm from a landlocked state. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from a landlocked wish, state. Just wait, wait to get that out. Um, anyway. So it's her last week, y'all, after that pool excursion. We're on the trip. And... Uh, they and this is this is not very exciting. Um, no, it's boring. Uh, somehow they. I feel like I feel, and this is what we were talking about the three hour episode. You guys, I, something is wrong with this season, and they we're, we're not even sure when it's going to end. The tell all is supposed like, to be in May. Did the same showrunner who was on Life After Lockup come to Ninety Day Fiance? <laughs> Are we just going to have a season that lasts like thirty-seven because episodes? Here's, here's here's the thing, David's David's to me, David's episode can maybe be over in like one episode. David's story, uh, Yolanda's is the same. Yeah. Avery and Ashes may take a while, but I think they're going to probably finish it up too. Eric and Stephanie, y'all, all these are grinding to a halt. It is a little bit of like what's yeah. happening. There's nothing and left even, for Tom and Darcy and to even do. Darcy, yeah, even they're they're done. Yeah, the big storylines, you guys, Big Ed and Rose. The big storylines are almost done. Um, it was just weird to have a three I don't hour know. episode. I should ask Kim at Cray Cray. She always knows like what are the time. Good idea. We don't know shit. Anyway, they Erica basically says it's time to come out to my family, and, and Stephanie's like. Yeah, I'm not in the same place as yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not there. <laughs> Just without missing a beat. She's like, yeah, I'm not in the same place. Even though earlier Stephanie said we should probably come yeah. out to our families. And Erica made a big deal of saying, I think I'm going to invite you to dinner and I'm going to come out to my family. And Stephanie's like, yeah, not there yet. <laughs> Which is not a great idea. No. Not a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, which probably means the... 
uh, there's, there's one episode. It'll be half at Stephanie's house and half talking to, or sorry, half at Erica's house and half Stephanie talking to her mom, which is not going to go well. It's not going to go well. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. All right. Um, I'm done with them. Do you want to move we on? We are done with them. Um, they were boring. Can we move on to the good one? We are going to move on to whew, Avery and Ash. Ash. Oh, this was good. Okay, here we go. Hello, queens. Lana? From Too Hot to Handle, the hit Netflix show that we did a podcast about that everybody should listen to. On our Patreon? Yes, you. You pickle smokers. I've been watching and noticing how gay you are. I thought I was having a butch day. I saw what you did with that corn cob. We're in a quarantine. That didn't stop you in February. Isn't that why your grinder name is Orville Cockenblocker? I feel attacked. Silence, you turd burglars. You have exceeded your podcast time for today, and I'm afraid this episode will have to be a two-parter. But we were just getting started, Avery and Ash. And I was about to tell a story about that time my cousin Lolo put lube on her pig at the state fair. And no, then no, my no. Uncle J- we're done. <laughs> Fine. I thought so. See you tomorrow, queens. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 